The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Meyer Safti, in honor of his dear grandfather, Mr. Meyer, Mike Safti. Hashem Alehem Yehiu Amen. Daf Chaf Bima. Today's daf is being studied in the Mishmat Manat Zekinati Yafa Batzala and Moshe Zekinati Yosef Ben Salav and Rebbe Ram Ben Esther and Hashem Terhem Ben Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashlema Moshe Ben Dina Asrar Ruhamu Batzalav Batzalav Inna Refan Leim Inna Refan Leim Fatan Nefesh Fatan Fatan Kerabala Bolichin Yasov Lamar Amen. Today's daf on Chaf Bet Amud Bet starting from the. Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Omer, in Zechut Tula Bemayim Hamarim. Rabbi Shimon's opinion is that we do not go with this concept of if she has a merit, that the merit will suspend the effect of the water. Because if you say that, the water is suspended if she has a Zechut, you're going to dimmen the effect of the waters in front of all the ladies that drink. Number one, you're going to affect the ladies that are going to drink, because they're going to think that nothing happens to the water, so they're not going to be afraid to drink, even though they are timeot. And the ones that drank already, there's going to be a laaz on them, that the people are going to say that they're really not teorot. The reason why they didn't blow up is because they really have a zikhut. So the Rishon says, we don't go with this business. If a lady's guilty, there's no suspension of the waters. There's no anyan of zikhut. The people are going to say, timeoten. People are going to say they really tenot ela shetalta lahem zechut. Now, uh, if you remember, we had this uh, concept the first time on Davav. Uh, Tosfot uh, had a question, which Kedai to say over his question and give at least one of his answers. Tosfot says that according to one version of the Gemara, everybody agrees that although that she doesn't uh, blow up immediately, and if you hold zechut tola, it's a suspended situation. Could be up to three years later, she'll explode. In the same way that a sota usually explodes. But then the question then is, the Gemara does say that she is mitnavna. She begins to weaken. She begins to, her body starts to get uh, sick. Her, her bones become heavy. So therefore, yes, the Tosafot, from that alone, once she drinks the water, it's going to be evident that uh, she's not uh, innocent. Which means, how does the Bishamon come along and say that if you're going to say Zechut Tata, it's going to cast dispersions on the water, everybody will see, maybe not a blowing up, but they'll see some sort of sickness that comes immediately after the, uh, after the drinking. So one answer to Tosafot is, it's not immediately. And even if you want to say immediately, Tosafot says, since it's not the exact punishment that the Torah says, the people are going to say, oh, she caught a cold, or it's, uh, it's something else. So even though something physically is going to happen to making her weak, the people still can cast dispersion and say, the waters did not work on her. Not until three years later, when she finally blows up, that's already, you know, the people, uh, they're not around, they didn't see it, they didn't hear it, so they're not going to not gonna know. Gimara and Dafchavav will deal with the question 
that in a case where you have zechut talta, and she is gradually uh, getting weaker, can she live with her husband uh, in the interim? Shitata Rambam is that she can live with her husband until she actually starts the uh, blowing up and the signs that the Torah comes along and says, we'll wait for the Gemara Chavav to see that opinion, what she does in the interim after the Zechut is Torah and living with her husband. Comes the Gemara and says, Rabbi Yomer, Rabbi comes along and says, Zechut Torah b'mayim ma'arerim. He says, no, Rabbi, that actually if she has Zechut, it will suspend the effects of the words. Ve'ena yuledet, well, she's not going to give birth. If she's innocent, she gives birth. Ve'ena mishabah, nor does she become healthier or better. Ela mitnavna ve'olechet. If she becomes weakening and she becomes uh, uh, sick, slow it's a slow gradual process lists off at the end of the process he meta beotamita she ends up dying with the same death meaning the swelling of the stomach the fall and the collapsing of the legs and the swelling of the face with the gidim like we learned on the other daf nitmet minhata now we change gears a little let's say you have a situation where the minha of the sota became temea or for that matter any type of minha that is brought in the beta mikdash so let's review there's a stage where the minha is designated verbally. That is the minha. At that point over there, the kiddushah is a minimal kiddushah. It's called kiddushat damim. It has a monetary value, meaning it is subject, if you need, uh, it becomes tamir, for example, you're able to make pidyon, which is you can transfer the kiddushah of the minha to monies, and the minha goes out to holim. But once you put it in the klisharet, now it becomes kiddushat taguf, it is intrinsic, and therefore if it becomes tamir, there is no option of pidyon anymore, it has to be just burnt. So the Mishnah said that nitmeh minha ta'at, chilo until it was put into the klisharet, as a regular dean of all what do you do with it? You make a redemption. You make a pidyon again. Because that's But once you place it in the keli, that's already kedushat. And it has to be uh, burnt. Okay, goes out and it is burnt. In the following situations where you have a minha that was mikudeshet already and it is unable to be brought on the mizbeah for the following reasons and therefore the deen is you must just burn it off the mizbeah. What are the following cases that the minachot are not brought? Number one, haomeret temeah anilach. Okay, simple case. They're in the process of the sota, and they, you know, they brought the minha, they have the minha in the keli, right? everything's fine, they, they're going on for, for forward, and all of a sudden she admits. She says, I did it. Timehani. Timehani, that's it. You don't need the waters anymore. Game over. Take the minha now and just burn it. Next case. Vishibau la idim she timah. Oh, witnesses came. Two witnesses show up and say, we saw that she actually committed the act. You don't need the sota waters anymore. The minha is nislev. Vaomeret eni shota. Or she just comes along and says, I'm not drinking. And we saw some cases that at a certain point, according to some she taught, she has the ability to say that what? She is not going to drink. Okay, she doesn't want to drink. So therefore, they uh, burn the minhabishibada in rotsa lashkota. Or let's say the husband, for whatever reason, doesn't want to drink. He'll give her a divorce. He doesn't want uh, to drink the uh, waters over there. Okay, she can't, well, she can't drink again. The point is, if she's not drinking, she's not bringing the minha. So for the minha has to be nisrefit vishibada. <coughs> or let's say on the way up to the Beit HaMikdash the husband committed a sin what was his sin? he went with his wife 
until the problem is uh, solved with the water of the sota, he is not allowed to be with his wife. Like the pasuk says that if he is with his wife, the waters are not going to work because the pasuk says viniketa. So it says that it said that viniketa vinika ishmeavon that the waters only work when the husband himself is also clean from yes. sin. And therefore, since he was with his wife. <coughs> On the way up to the Beit Hamikdash, words are not going to work. No sota, no minha. Take minha and burn it. Vechol hanisuot. Now the Mishnah gives us another din. We have a law like this: a kohen's minha is different than a regular person's minha. Now, when I mean a minha, I mean a regular minha nedava that he brings. Or let's say he has an obligation to bring a minha for whatever reason. So the law of a minha, the Torah says, is kalil toktar. The entire minha is put on the mizbeach. Where normally the procedure of a minha is, there's a komitz that's taken. Komitz is a you know scoopful that the kohen scoops up. The komitz is put on the mizbeach, and the shirayim, the leftovers, are eaten by the kohanim. Here, in the event of a kohen's minha, there's no komitz. The whole thing is just placed on the mizbeach. There is no shirayim. So now the mishnah is going to discuss some of the laws surrounding a minha of a kohen. So the mishnah discusses. Oh, now let's say you have a, uh, a, a lady, it's even Israel, Israelite. She is married to a Kohen. The entire Minha is Nisraf. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Which means, let's say they went, they, 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 they took a comments, which we'll see why you have to take a comments. And there was no Tumavir. The Gemara is going to explain exactly why is that so. I just told you that Ibn Havakohen goes all on the Mizbayah. Our Mishnah is coming to tell you that what? That the Minha of the Kohen, in the case of Sota, where his wife is a Sota, she's a Bat Israel. He's a Kohen. So it says, even if they took the Shidaim and put it on the Mizbayah, it doesn't matter. The leftovers are not eaten as they are normally eaten. In the case of his, but in this case, the leftovers are actually placed on the bit addition. They are not placed on the mizbeach. We'll wait for the Gemara to tell us why that is so. Bat Yisrael shenisit lekohen, or for that matter, in a regular case, you have a bat Yisrael that is married to a kohen minhata nisrefit. Also, the entire minha is going to be burnt, which means it is not brought on the mizbeach. Which means they bring the comets on the Mizbeah, and the rest of the Minha is burnt in the Betadeshin. The Kohenit, Shinisit Israel. well that's a regular case. She's a Kohenit, the husband's a Yisrael, Minhata Ne'echelet, regular law. Comments on the Mizbeah, Shirayim are eaten. So the only difference that you just have to keep in your mind at this point is, when the husband is a Kohen, there's a different law regarding what is done with the Minha. All of it has to be burnt, not necessarily on the Mizbeah, Part of it is on the Mizbeah, part of it is on Betadish. So there's a difference when it comes to Minhat Kohen. Comes again and says, Ma bin Kohen the Kohenet. What is some of the differences between a Kohen and a Kohenet? That is a uh, Kohenet. It's a female Kohen. You know, our father was a Kohen. So the Mishnah gives us some interesting Hadukim here. Number one, Minhat Kohenet Nechelet. Right? The Minha of a Kohen, which means she's Israel, really. Now she's, uh, she's, or, no, she's a bad Kohen even. No, don't say that. She's a bad Kohen. Her Minha is like a regular Minha of everybody else. It is Ian. She brings the comments when she brings the Minha, and the Shidaim are Ian. Whereas Minhat Kohen in an Echel. Minhat Kohen, like I told you, is Kanil Toktar, is totally placed on the Mizbad. There's no even comments. You put the whole thing on the Mizbad. That's one difference between a. 
Kohen, and according to the Rashi, the third line, Minhat Kohen, Bat Kohen, like we said, Minhatan Echelet, Dechol Minhat Kohen, Kalil Tiye, Lo Teachel Ketiv, Abal Kohen, Tanisual Yisrael, but every regular case, she's a Kohen, the husband's Yisrael, Nechelet, Vechen Kohen, Almana, let's say she's a Kohen, she lost husband, she's still a Kohen, Ugrusha. She got the vote. She's still a Kohen. She has a regular deen of a Yisrael that the comments is brought and the rest is eaten. Next difference. Kohenit mithalelit. The Kohen in mithalel. There's a very poor halakha that says a female Kohenit, let's say she marries a divorcee, for example, or she goes with somebody that is, she's a divorcee that marries a, uh, a Kohen who's not allowed. I mean, she goes to forbidden union. She goes with somebody that's forbidden. She herself becomes a halala. She becomes void from the kihuna herself. But she ain't can the man is a Kohen and marries a divorcee, for example, he does not become a halal, but the children will become halalim. So a lady becomes rendered pasul from a uh, forbidden relationship, a kohenet, however, not a kohen. The kohen only can spoil his children, but the deen is that the kohenet herself becomes pesulatashi, nafkamina, if she goes with a psul, she cannot eat teruma anymore. She loses her status of Another case, a Kohenet is able to be metameh to the corpses, even though we have a law that Kohenet cannot be metameh, however a Kohenet may be metameh, but not a regular man Kohen. We'll see that in the Gemara. Kohen, okay, because Kodashim. A regular Kohen is allowed to eat the status of Kurbanotara, Kodashim, like a Hatat, and a asham and a minhab in kohenet or cheder bekoche kodeshim, but a kohenet cannot eat that status level of korbanot. So we have some differences here between kohanim and kohanot. Mabin ishli isha. Let's just go regular. What's between a man and a lady? Forget about kohanim then. I'm talking about regular israelim even. What's between a man and a lady? Haish poreya uporem. A man is poreya uporem, which means if a law of tzaraat you have over here. So the law of tzaraat is that the uh, man must grow his hair and also rip his clothes. Haish poreya uporem ve'en haisha poraat uporem. But the lady, if she's a tzaraat, she becomes temeah. But she does not let her hair grow, nor uh, have to rip her clothes. Aish Madir et Beno Benazir, like we learned in Masechet Nazir, a man is able to accept a nizirut on his child when he's a katan. And the nizirut will go on him even after he becomes a gadol. A father has that right. But a lady is not allowed to accept a nizirut for her. Child on her child. We let them a second nazir as well. Let's say a father accepted upon himself nazirut. He designated sacrifices for his korban. He subsequently died. The son is able to accept the nazirut upon himself and use his father's korbanot that he already he designated. But he cannot do that. For a lady, which means a girl that accepts upon herself the zirut, cannot use the korbanot of her father. It's also going to be halakha l'moshe misina yaish mekadesh et bito ve'en aisha mekadesh et bita. A man, a father, is able to accept kedushin for his daughter when she is a ketana, meaning he is able to marry her off, even against her will, when she is a ketana. However, a mother 
a lady cannot marry off her daughter when she is a ketana. Ha'ish mochiret bito, a man, a father again, is allowed to sell his daughter into slavery, to be a shifcha, ve'en ha'isha mochiret et bita, but a lady, Torah does not give her the rights to sell the daughter into slavery. Ha'ish niskala arum, ve'en ha'isha niskala taruma, in the case where there's a mitad bed din, for example, sekila, the man has to be without any clothes on when he is stoned, and the lady, however, not the lady, is not stoned when she is aruma. She has to have clothes on. After the punishment is made out on the mitad betin, the law says that you hang the victim, on, not the victim, but you hang the, uh, the perpetrator, you hang him on a tree. For everybody to see exactly what he did and what he got as punishment, so nobody will do the sin again. That you only hang the man, you hang him till sunset, the Torah says. Vitalita oto alaitz. The Torah says only applies to a man, but you do not hang the lady on the tree after the punishment is met out. Last but not least, a man steals money. He doesn't have money to pay back. He's able to sell himself, they, or they sell him into slavery in order that he can make the reparations. However, a lady is not sold into slavery if she uh, stole and cannot make the reparations. Now the Gemara begins its analysis. We said anybody that's married into the Nisrafot. Their Minha is all burnt. Kesad, what's the case? Kohenet, Leviyah, Yisraelit. Anybody, okay, who the wife is. The wife doesn't matter who she is. Kohenet, Leviyah, Yisraelit. Shinniset, a Kohen. She's married to a Kohen. It's a case of a Sota. En minhata ne'echilet. Her Minha is not eaten. Again, normally a regular case of Minha Sota is like a regular Minha. The Kometz goes on the Mizbah, and the Shiraim is eaten by the Kohenim. In this case, where the husband is a Kohen, the entire Minha is burnt. Okay, now we're going to see exactly why is it so, why can't you eat it? Which means because he has a Helek in the Mincha, and after all, he is a Kohen. You can't put the whole thing on the Mizbeach either. Helek by, see you have a cash 22 over here. If you're going to look at it from the husband's side, the whole thing's got to go on the Mizbeach, so there's no Shirayim. But if you look at it from her side, after all, it's Herman Ha as well. Well, her side, part of it goes on the Mizbeach, and the leftovers are eaten. eaten. So therefore, you're in, a, you're in a dilemma. And really, it's a partnership over there. So therefore, what do you do? So it says, Take a Kometz and put it on the Mizbeach. That will satisfy both sides, right? Because everybody will agree that even a Kohen, you're putting the whole thing on, so you put the comments on, but what are you going to do with the leftovers? Vashirayim kirevim be'atzman. And then take the shirayim, the leftovers, and put them on the mizbeach separately. So you do it in two stages. Number one, put the shirayim, right? In the case of, it's a regular case of a minha of a Israel. What's the law? You do a shirayim, you do a comments. Right? So take the comments first, put on them as bad to satisfy if it's the ladies. And if it happens to be the Kohen, so you take the leftovers and put them on them as bayah as well, because that's what you do with them in Havei Kohen. So again, that's it's clarity what we're saying over here. And the Gemara is going to give an analysis. I have a Kohen, husband, I have a Israelite, or whatever, it doesn't matter what she is, a wife. 
<coughs> she becomes a sota now, she brings the minhat to the bet mikdash. Now I have a dilemma. If it was just a regular case of a queen, I have no question. Just put the whole thing on the mizbeah. If everybody was just saying, I have no question either. Take a comet, put it on the mizbeah, take the rest and eat it. That's my mission. My mission is if I got his queen and, I, and the wife of it. So what do I do over here? The whole thing goes on the mizbeah. But how to satisfy both sides of it? Take a comet that satisfies the, the lady's aspect of it. And then what? Take the leftover, don't eat it because you got to satisfy the queen aspect. Put it on the mizbeah as well. So at the end of the day, the whole thing is going to go on the mizbeah, but it's going to go on the mizbeah in two stages. The problem with that, the Gemara is going to have is the following. What do you mean? I can just say you do that. Ikri Khan, it is happening over here. The Pasuk calls you Mimenu Laishim. Which basically, there's a law that says, oh, the Gemara is Doresh and Menachot, that the word Mimenu is extra. So therefore, they learn a Derasha and they say like this that once you put part of a Korban on the Mizbah, the part that has to go on the Mizbah, it's Asur to put the rest on the Mizbah, which means. When you put Mimenu from it on the Mizbeah, that's the only stuff that goes on the Mizbeah. The, the leftovers are not allowed to be put on the Mizbeah as well. So therefore, how could you tell me over here? Put the comments. I got no problem with the comments. Need to have the leftovers uh, to satisfy if it's a crazy thing, put it on the Mizbeah as well. Hold it. If you tell me that this is her, her Korban, on that side, these are Shirayim. You're not allowed to put the Shirayim on the Mizbeah. So therefore, how could you tell me that this is going to satisfy Adrabah? This is going to be a halachic problem by putting everything on the Mizbeah. You cannot put the leftovers of a Korban on the Mizbeah. This is considered Shire Minahat. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rav Yehuda, Bered Rav Yishmo Mimpazi, Demasik Deudishum Yaitzim. Oh, we have an answer. Put it on the Mizbeah, but put it with a stipulation. And you say like this, if it's her korban on her side, then really it doesn't belong on the Mizbeah. It belongs, it should be eaten. The Shiraim is eaten. So you know what? On that side, say, you know what? I'm putting it as fuel. I'm not putting it l'shem reya'ni hawa, l'shem minha. It's a fuel. You have to put fuel on the Mizbeah. This is the fuel. I'm putting the minha as fuel. If it's the side of the Kohen, I'm putting it on the Mizbeah to, to be uh, part of the minha. Because this minhag goes on the mizbeah, which means if you make the stipulation, you get out of the problem. We thought till now you're throwing it all in the mizbeah, l'shem minha. Said, hey, you can't do that. In the side that this is shirayim, no takdiru mimin, which means once you put part of it on the mizbeah, you can't put the leftover. Now, as I say, you do it l'shem ishim. Do it for the sake of fuel, which means make the stipulation. Can it be in the eyes like the shitav to be the eyes of detalya to be the eyes of me lereyach nichoach yatamale, aval atamale who. Neshum Isim. Good. Now that actually is an interesting case that we have over there in Masechet uh, Zivachim. Over there, the case over there is, let's say you have the bones of a Khatat and the bones of an Ola. The pieces of meat that got mixed up together. Now normally, a Qurban Ola, the whole thing goes on the Mizbeah. Khatat, only parts go on the Mizbeah. You can't put the whole Khatat on the Mizbeah. That's not a Khatat. What happened? The limbs got mixed up. So therefore, what is the be there? Is it say, no problem, put everything on the Mizbeah. I gotta put everything on the Mizbeah. Maybe I wanna put the Khatat. Put everything on the Mizbeah, make a stipulation. Which means, if this is the Khatat meat over here, it'll be fuel. If it's not the Khatat meat, uh, put it for the sake of the whole lot. So you see, that's where he holds you can make this stipulation. Otherwise, you'd have a problem of putting everything on the Mizbeah. Hakamim say, no, 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 you can't do that. 
Hachamim say, you got to take all the meat now, do not put anything on the Mizbeah, let it spoil, let it lose its uh, uh, composure, its texture, its look, and then you have to take it into the Metadition and you have to burn it. So you see, at least according to me, the Ezer, the stipulation of the Shum uh, Ishim, or the Shum Etzim, works. And that will do the same thing with the Mincha of a Kohen in this case over here. Take the comments. Well, again, what is the comments satisfying? Her side. Right? If she's, uh, it's her, she's, she's it's, it's the husband and wife. She has part of the minha as well. Her side, minha, comments, beautiful. What about leftovers? Well, if it was her side, I'd eat it. But hold it, you gotta, you gotta factor in the husband. Husband's a kohen. Can't eat the kashidam of minha of a kohen. Oh, so take it, put it on his back. I just put it on his back. There's the leftovers of a minha. Uh, stipulation, like who? Like the bee and the ayazid that we saw in the second Zabahain. It's just like he makes a stipulation by the bones of the hatat and the ola. So too, you can make the stipulation here as well. Comes the Gemara and says, Well, that's only good according to the bee and the ayazid. And the bee and the eat the ayazid. They, they go with this logic. According to the rabbis, the rabbis over there, we just taught you in Masik and Zivahim, they don't go with this business of making a stipulation, putting it on them as Be'al Lishem, it seems. So, how are they going to say that you put the Mincha uh, on the Mizbeach? So, they have the Lehu, Kirabi, the Ezbi, the Shimon, or we introduce a new Shita. Which means now we're introducing a new shita that in this case over here, don't put the leftovers on the Mizbeah like we thought till now. Put the leftovers on Betadeshin. So you're satisfying both cases, which means you're going to take the comment, or comment satisfies that. Shidaim I can't eat, but you can't put it on the Mizbeah because you cannot make a stipulation. So take the, uh, the, 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 the uh, comments and put it on the Betadeshin. Where does the Mizbeh as a shita, or the Mizbeh as Where does he get a shita from? So it's actually also from Masechet Menachot. We're talking about over here a Menachat Hote of a Kohen, which means let's say a Kohen makes a sin. Example, he went to the Beit HaMikdash when he was Tamer. Or let's say between Shvatayim he made a Shivu'ah. Okay, so the law is that when he goes into the Beit HaMikdash when he's Tamer or something like that, he has to bring a Mincha. If he's a poor person, he cannot afford the regular standard sacrifice. So there's a fluctuating Qurban basing on his economic status. It's called the Qurban Oleh Yored, right? The Qurban goes up and down based on his economic status. Let's say he's a Yored, let's say he's an Ani. So the Qur'an has to bring what's called a Minhat Choteh. Now, the we have a fantastic ma'lokan over here between the rabbis and Rabbi Shimon. Now, what does it say by a minhat kohen that is a sinner? I'm according to pasuk la kohen kiminha, and it'll be to the kohen like a minha, which means minhat chovatoshil kohen. Now we know that a regular minha of a kohen, which I told you already, is what kalil toktal. The entire item is brought on the Mizbeah. Which means, let's say a Kohen brings a Nedava. Let's say a Kohen wants to bring a Nedava to the Beit HaMikdash. Everybody agrees. A Nedava of a Kohen, Minhat Kohen Nedava, is placed on the Mizbeah in its entirety. By the Minhat Choteh, by the Minhat the sinner, what is a Kohen, the Torah says he will bring it like the Minha. So the rabbi, the Bishamon, understands like the Minha, meaning like his Minha of uh, Nedava. Just like his Minha Nedava is all placed on the Mizbeah. No comments, no nothing, everything's on the Mizbeah. So too, the Minhat Kohen, when he's a sinner, 
also the entire item goes on the mizbeach. The Rabbi Shimon darish lekra atamachi v'chin emar ba'itel akoin k'minachato lo neemar elam. Now that's I'm sorry. That is the opinion of that's the first shita. That is the opinion of the. Hakamim. Uh, However, Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, "No, it doesn't say in the pasuk that you'll the mincha of a sinner. Minchat hotei brings it kiminchato. It says kiminha, like a mincha, like who's mincha, like the mincha of Israel. Oh, the mincha of Israel has a comets. Oh, so therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, he says that the minhat hotei." Kohen is a comet brought, oh, but it's not exactly like a Menchav Yisrael, because he holds that the leftovers you put on the Mizbeach as well. So Shita of Rabbi Shimon comes the B El Azar Rabbi Shimon, and he comes along and says, no. In this case over here, you can't put the Shiraim on the Mizbeach. So what do you do? You take the Shiraim and put it on the Bit edition. So we have a three way Mahlokit, how to learn Minhat. Kohen, when he is a sinner, let's review the opinions. The rabbis hold it is like a regular minhat kohen nidava that what everything is placed on the mizbeach. Very simple. Kiminha. When the Torah says kiminha, means kiminato, like his minha. That just like his minha, the is all on the mizbeach. So too, when he's sinner, he brings it all on the mizbeach. Comes to meet one and says, does it say kiminato? Doesn't say minato. It says minha. Like the minha, like the minha of Israel. Just like the Menachavi said, there's a Kometz, so there's a Kometz here as well, but it's not exactly like the Menachavi Yisrael, because the Menachavi said the Shiraim is eaten. In this case, look at the Shiraim is going to go on the Mizbeach as well. Comes to be the Ayaz, the Bishwas, there's nothing doing. Yeah, you'll take a Kometz, I agree with you on that point, but once you take a Kometz, you cannot put the leftovers on the Mizbeach, because we have the law over there, that you cannot uh, put the leftovers, and he does know that he can make a stipulation. As well, the shame, it seems. So he said, What do you do? You take it and you put it on the bet addition. So they've, oh, once we found already this bet addition, Shita, we're satisfied now with exactly what the minha of a sota. Let's go back to our case. You have a sota, she's a Kohen, or he's a Kohen, she's whatever she is, doesn't matter. So now our problem was, according to the rabbis, that say you can't do stipulations. Hey, what are you going to do with the leftovers? No, we haven't found the Shita. Take the leftovers and put it in the. Bet addition comes the Gemara and says va'afilu rabbanan no padigi alid rabbi elazar rabbi shmuel elam minchat chotesh el kohanim debat akravai ava be'afilu rabbanan modu and even the rabbis over there that said the minchat chotesh of the kohen goes all on the mizbeach. Did I tell you this? Three she taught. I said the rabbis hold that the minchat chotesh is like the minchat nedava. They only said that by a regular minchat chotev claim that is able to go all on the mizbeah. But even they will agree that in the case where you have the husband is a queen and the wife is the Israeli, like the case of the sota, even they will agree put the comets on the mizbeah and put the leftovers on the beta dish because you have no option. So therefore we have two basic answers to what you do in a case where the Kohen husband and his wife have a sota situation. So one answer will be take comments, put it on the mizbeach to satisfy her part of the mincha. Take the leftovers and put it on the mizbeach as well with a stipulation. The shame, it seems four or five. But according to those opinions that don't work with that stipulation, they will say to do what? Put the comments on the mizbeach. 
take the shirayim and put them on betadesh. That's the way we're going to. It's now keep in mind. But in a regular case where everybody's israelim, then the simple way is you do the comments and you don't put anything on the mizbeach after that. The shirayim is taken and eaten by the kohanim. Comes the gemara and continues about Yisrael and So we said a bat Yisrael that is married to a. A Kohen, we said, Minhata Nisrefit. However, if she's a Kohenet married to Israel, then the Minha is born in a regular way. Maitama, what is the reason for this? Which means, why, when she's a Kohenet, the law says that what? It's eaten like a regular Israel. Kohenet with Shirayim. What's the difference? How do you know there's a difference between a Minhat Kohenet and a Minhat Kohen? How do we know that difference? So the Gibbara says, Maitamadamat Kirabechol, Minhat Kohen, Kalil Tiye Lotachel Kohen, Velo Kohenet. Beferush Pasuk, Torah says Kohen. The Minhat of a Kohen, not the Minhat of a Kohenet. Kohenet mithalilet. Kohenen mithalilet. We know that a Kohenet, if she goes with something she's forbidden, she herself becomes a halala. But the Kohen does not. I didn't know that. Right? The Kohen, let's say, marriage is divorced. Right? Don't mithalil your children. Yeah, his children are going to become halalim, but not him. The Gemara. In Kiddushin is Doresh, when it says, Velo Yehalel, Shnei Halulim. He's going to mehalel his children, and, and he's wife. going to mehalel his wife in the event that she will become Pasul as well. Comes the Gemaran, continues, Kohenet Metamea. We said, a Kohenet is able to become Temea to Metim. Whereas a Kohen male cannot. My Tama Markeda, Emor Ela Kohanim Bene Aaron. Which means only the sons of Aaron have the law of the nefesh, not the daughters of Aaron. Kohen is able to eat korban hatat, korban asham, and menachot, but a lady Kohen cannot eat. And the only the zecharim, not the nekevot. What is the difference between a regular man and a lady? So the first difference we said was the mitzorah. That a mitzorah, a man becomes tameh mitzorah, and he has to grow his hair and let his hair, let his clothes. He has to rip his clothes like an avil. A lady does not. It says in the pasuk by mitzorah. The Torah says ish saruahu tamehitameendu. Any ela ish. I only know that a man can become even a mitzorah bechlau, which means I only know that tumat mitzorah only goes on a man because the Torah says ish. How do I know that a lady is even in the perasha of Salat that she can be subject to the Tum'ah Bichlal? So the Pasuk says, The Torah, when it's giving me the laws, it tells me, the Then it says, that's Sarua. We know what we're talking about. We have to tell me again, and the leper. We're talking about the leper. You just told me the guy has leprosy. Oh, so it's coming to include somebody else. It's coming to include somebody else. Not only a man can become a leper, but also a lady can get Tum'at Sarat. Well, you would have thought maybe the Torah, when it says Sarat, only applies to a man. And Matamudomar Ish. So what does the Torah have to tell me, Ish? Because you tell me it applies to everybody. So why would the Torah then tell me, Ish? It applies to everybody. Why, why single out a man? 
So Yomara says, Le'enyan she'lemata. Which is under, the next pasuk talks about what, what the, pr- the procedure. Man has to let his hair grow, lest the rid his, rid, rip his clothes. So therefore, Le'gabe that ish. But Le'gabe isha, no, she becomes Tamim et Surah, but no laws of growing hair and ripping the clothes. So there is a difference between a man and a lady in the law of Sarat. Come to Gibran continues. Um... <coughs> A man is able to accept upon a nizirut for his son. Right? The son has to fulfill this vow that the father put on but a mother cannot madid her son in nizirut. Finish. That's how we know this. As we learned in the Mishnah, a, a child is able to bring the sacrifices of his father that he designated for nizirut. If the father died, the son can pick up those korbanot for his own nizirut, but a daughter cannot. How do you know that? It's also halakha le Moshe Messinai. Ha'ish mekadesh et bito, ve'en ha'isha mekadesh et bita. A man is able to mekadesh his daughter when she is a ketana, but a mother, a wife, a lady cannot. Ikhtib et biti natati la'ish hazeh. Natati, which means the man saying, I gave over my daughter to this man. Doesn't say it by the lady, right? It's Be'abiya. It's talking about, it's talking about the father. The father says, So you see that the Torah gave the power to the father, not to the mother. Mother. The father can sell his daughter into slavery as a shifra. However, not the mother. It be Torah, right? The man sells the daughter, not the mother. Ha'ish neskal arum. A man is stoned without any clothes on. Ma'itama, because the person v'ragemu oto. It says, and you will stone him. Ma'i oto, ilima oto v'lo ota. Maybe it means to tell me that only a man gets stoned, and a lady is not in the parasha at all of stoning. Can be vaketiv otzeta etaishau otaishai. It's talking about a case of uh, where they worship avodah zarah. Torah says you take both of them out, the man and the lady, and you stone them to death. And she brings another pasuk of Naram orasa that she was against. She went with another man. Torah also says you take both of them out, and you. Stone them. So you see a lady's in the parasha of stone. She can't tell me the pasuk of Veragimu Oto is coming to exclude her. She's also stoned. Ela Oto Belo Kesuto. Means him. It's coming to exclude him without his clothes on. Belo Kesuto. It's Arum. Belo Ota Belo Kesuta. But not her without her clothes. The Oto is coming to say him without clothes, but not her without clothes. Obviously that's a nyan of the Tzini'ut. After the stoning is done, after the punishment, capital punishment, we hang the man until the evening, but we do not hang the lady. Velo ota haish nimkar begnevato venaisha nimkeret begnevata man is sold into slavery if he's stolen cannot repay but a lady is not my tamar kara vinimkar begnevato he is sold in his thievery begnevato velo begnevata hadran alach hayanotel